welcome to Drunk Valorant, episode number eight. Um, I'm actually really excited about my beer this week, so I'm going to kick this off here. I got an Andina Brewing Plum Apricot Sour. And uh, Chase's girlfriend actually was drinking this earlier today at dinner, and it was incredible. Yeah, so I, I didn't think I would sense. like it when I when I saw it in the store, but uh, my my girlfriend got it, and I tried to sip. It was very very good, so... Um, now I'm kind of jealous of Cass that he gets to drink that right now. <laughs> so Cass, you're saying you you uh, like Chase's girlfriend gave you a sip and then you went out and bought some, or no, no, I was happy that she was happy with it. I had previously bought this at the store earlier that day uh, because we shop at the same liquor store, um, and then she happened to get the same beer that I did. I see, I see. The other beer that she got also happened to be the like the same one that I got today too. <laughs> So we had a bunch of beer overlap, but like I just tried a sip of it earlier at dinner tonight. Um, it was really good. Yeah, Hunter, what are you drinking? Uh, you know, you guys are out here talking about all your bougie uh, five dollar beers and stuff. This beer, this uh, Sweetwater IPA that I'm sipping on right now, this one was actually totally free uh, because <laughs> when I was working at a bar and grill down in College Park earlier this year at one point we were clearing cleaning out our uh, refrigerator with all our beer in it and there were there was a bunch of beer that was just past its expiration or in some cases a little bit more than just past its expiration of course we weren't going to serve that so the the manager was like hey you guys can take as much of it as much of it as you can carry home the rest is getting pitched so i got a bunch of free beer and this is a uh, i've gone through a lot of it but this one is uh still here and i'm still enjoying it so does it still taste very good? nice yeah, I mean, honestly, this this IPA is probably not the best for keeping long term, but it's not that far past its expiration date. Uh, it's uh, expired in July of this year, so it still tastes fine. Like this isn't my favorite beer ever, but just because it's a pretty like stock standard IPA, not a lot of like fun flavors or anything, but uh, I like it. Have you had it when it's not expired? Um, I think so. I was trying to remember, I did like, I sampled like a bunch of the IPAs that uh, Cornerstone offers like several months ago, like in May of this year. And I think that I did try one there that wouldn't have been expired. I don't feel like there's a lot of difference. Yeah, because I, I would be interested to see like what, I didn't know that beer had an expiration. I guess it kind of yeah. makes sense that it does, but I'd, I'd be interested to see what the flavor difference is between. I mean, my dad has. My dad has like a beer from the eighties in our beer fridge at home. Um, like some limited release that he has one of every year from. That's cool. Um, like just sitting in our fridge. And then I also have there's a Korean beer called Cass Beer, which happens to be spelled the exact same way as my name is. So my grandfather That's bought cool. me a six pack the like the day I was born. Um, and that stayed in a cabinet in our house until I turned twenty one in which I drank one of them, and it was absolutely disgusting. So that one definitely expired. <laughs> <laughs> or was it a gross beer to begin with? It, it's not a great beer to begin with, but like I've definitely had it when it's like fresh, so to speak. Um, because I feel like whenever I go to a Korean restaurant, I kind of am obligated to order one. Yeah. It's less that cool sense, now yeah. that servers don't uh, check my ID anymore. I've got my massive beard and nobody questions whether I'm old enough to drink. <laughs> but um, back when I used to get questioned, uh, or back when they used to ask for my ID, it was really cool to just like hand, hand them my ID when I order a Cass beer. Be like, hey, my That's name's Cass and I want a Cass. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, when we were going through the beer cooler and uh, beer cave, as we call it, and uh, sorting through the beers, the general manager uh, knows a lot about alcohol, as you would expect. And he explained that some beers, like, have, like, keep for a very long time, like stouts in particular, really, like, never actually degrade in their flavor, even if they're past their expiration. Whereas, like, a lighter IPA will actually lose a lot of its flavor as it gets older. So it really depends on the type of beer in terms of how, how well you'll do drinking it when it's old. Interesting. I wonder if our beer ever expired that we tried to make Cass. It wasn't in our fridge for very long. That was terrible to begin with, though. It was terrible to begin with. I just can't even imagine how bad it would be if we let it expire. Uh, it was actually really funny. My um, my dad got my grandfather like a growler once of like the same beer that he got. And my dad drank it immediately and was like, oh, this beer is not good. And then my grandfather had his sitting in their pantry for forever, like not refrigerated or anything. And it's in a growler, so like it doesn't keep very long. Um, but when my dad went to go see his parents, they like his father pulled that out and they ended up trying it again when it was definitely past its like expiration date. And my dad said it was actually way better than Weird. him trying it when it was fresh. <laughs> a little That's bit of extra fermentation going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chase, what do you got for us today? All right, well, enough about this free beer. Let's go back to the $5, the good shit. <laughs> uh, I've got uh, a Wild Eye Brewing Wild Experiments a Hazy IPA with uh, Mosaic and Galaxy Ooh. hops, which are my two favorite hops. So anytime I see something that has Mosaic and Galaxy on it, I've got to buy it. I actually had that one literally on the podcast, like maybe two. I was thinking that sounded familiar, and I yeah. totally have to try that sometime because I'm a big fan of Hazy IPAs. Yeah, when you come out here, you got to get the wild eye. Yep. Okay, so on to Valorant. Um, Well, before you get into the first topic, let me uh, give a little little thing here that uh, for those of you who listened to episode six soon after it was uploaded, we apologize for the uh, audio issues. I I got good news and bad news. The good news is that we fired our editor, uh, and the bad news is we immediately rehired him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the editor is me. <laughs> so hopefully we won't have that going going forward. But apologize for that. We'll do better in the future. Back okay. to you, Cass. It so is the, fixed, though. It is fixed. Yeah, yes, we, we yes. could end up fixing yeah. it. Um, the first topic of the day actually comes courtesy of Oliver, uh, one of one of our friends that we play with, who uh, is a hunter's buddy that, um, you know, definitely is, I'd say, better than us at Valorant. So... We'll get him on the pod soon, for sure. Yeah, we should absolutely get him on the podcast here. Uh, But the topic that he suggested was ideal team comps by Matt. Ooh. Um, So I think we should generally just go around just listing. Like, like I I think we should pick a map here and then kind of collectively come to a decision on what we think the ideal team comp would be. Okay. Okay. So I feel like this could actually, like, before the podcast, we were talking a little bit about champions. And um, this could actually combine into this same topic, I feel, Mm -hmm. um, because we were talking about, like, some of the biggest things that came out of Champions is what team comps are run on each map. Um, And I saw earlier today uh, a bit of, like, a a breakdown of agent pick rates based on map. So I don't have that in front of me now, but I'll try to recall a bit um, while we're talking about it. Cool. Yeah, I like Um, that idea. Okay, so uh, let's start on Ascent here. Oh, yes. Cass's favorite map. we got to start there. It, well, it also begins with an A. And 
when I I'm currently typing out, or I, at least I just typed out on my Word doc uh, a list of the maps, and that was the first one that came to mind. So that's why we're starting with it. Um, now, before we get this get get, get this rolling, uh, I got to ask: Are we including Chamber in our agent picks? Oh yeah, that is huge. Seeing how we're uh, he's seeing as we're still trying to figure out where he sits. Um, I think we should. Also, Ooh. as the resident Chambermain. I don't think I'm going to pick him, actually, for quite a few maps. An ideal team top. Um, okay, because I, mean, I, was, I was bracing for you saying Chamber is a must-pick on every map. On every no, map, no, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I, I like playing Chamber on every map. Uh, I was just debating earlier today whether I should just go back to playing Jet, because I feel like I <laughs> often do better on Jet than I do on Chamber. <laughs> uh, but I have a ton of fun playing Chamber, despite the fact that I don't think he's... Well, are there any maps better. that you don't play chamber on or that you don't like playing chamber on as much nope um i would say that in in general i like i i just really like his abilities i think his headhunter is a ton of fun even though i'm not great with it i think his alt is way more fun than jet's alt um that's probably because i'm a lot better with his alt than i am with jet's alt at least I think I am. Ironically, I was looking at like Tracker GG the other day and found out that I actually get more kills on average when I pop Jet's Alt than I do with Chamber's Alt. Interesting. And yeah, that is interesting. I'm wondering if that's because like because I'm using like it's a better op, right? And so I'm wondering just how much of that is reliant on the other team not pushing my site or me not getting the early round duels that I'm looking for. Uh, because especially they get the like they get that that like audio line that goes off right and i'm trying to play around my teleport ideally so i'm a bit more stationary whereas with jet knives you're so much more mobile well the point is to be mobile right right accurate yeah and so like i i'm wondering if like because i'm more mobile on the rounds in which oh they're not where i want them or the enemy is not where i want them to be like maybe i'll still get a kill or two Whereas with Chambers Alt, if they push the other site and then I'm retaking with that op, a lot of the times it's very unideal. And so I'm wondering how much that plays into it. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. Like Chambers Alt and a retake, you probably don't even use it if you have a, different, a somewhat decent gun besides it. Yeah, I mean, I typically use it for saves, so oftentimes I don't. Um, I mean, if I have like full headhunter shots, and like I have to retake, sometimes I'll use that instead. Um but yeah, it's just I know you can fire really fast, I know it's got really good ADS times, but like it's it's just kinda hard when like I see someone in my peripheral and I have to like flick over to them. De- definitely not the ideal retake weapon. For sure, for sure. Uh but okay, on to the actual topic here. Um mm-hmm. Ascent. I think we can safely say Jet belongs on this list. Along with Sova, is that a yep? Those a are the pair? first. I, yeah. I jotted down some notes, and those are the first two on my list. Okay, so well, we Jet got... and Sova like highest pick rates among any across agent. the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think but... most maps have a Jet and a Sova. That's I, not I all say, of them, obviously, but most. I would say that like Ascent is definitely Sova's best map. You think so? I would agree. I would agree. I, I think I think Ascent is Sova's best map. I could see some arguments for 
some of the other maps, but I, I just think the wall bank potential on Ascent, like with him playing with an Odin. Is... It's just that one strat, though. Yeah, right? no, okay. Yes, is it a gimmick? Sure. But it works a lot of the time, and it makes people definitely very like hesitant often to just like rush into the garage. I mean, it's funny because actually I hate it. I hate using that Odin strat mm-hmm. because what happens to me, I don't even play Sova on Ascent. Even though he's mostly my main, I'd rather play Brim on Ascent because mostly because I hate that strategy of using the Odin in B Garage. And mm-hmm. it's because whoever is first into Garage, especially if they're a raise or a jet, can dash past there and immediately peek me. And obviously you can say, oh, well, your teammate should be watching door and guarding you so that nobody can kill you immediately. Yeah. Well, in our ranked play, that doesn't work because I've had my teammate watching there and they immediately die. And then I immediately die because I'm standing there crouched with an Odin facing the wall Mm -hmm. or they just don't watch it for me. I mean, it's definitely a gimmick, but like, nonetheless, it doesn't work nearly as well on other maps as it does on that one in particular. Sure, but I'd say, like, in my experience, I die yeah. hmm. eight out of ten times that I try that strat. I've also well, seen Oliver on retake A fire a dart into hell when he's in heaven on, on yeah. A, right? And That like, is nice, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can do that. Like, I have a lineup like for... Spam, spam through. You can shock and dart like, into hell as well. Right, and you can, can clear that out. And you can, like, if you're playing sight same thing is you can go hell to heaven and then wall bank up through. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, there also are a bunch of like, whenever I'm playing and we've got other people that aren't like people that we typically play with, I find that Sova's more often than not, like no more lineups for that map than others. Yeah. There are a lot of cool lineups on a set. Yeah. Sure. Like that's just okay, my I, I do agree with you that Sova's a, a pretty much must pick on a set. Yeah. 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 Okay. So now Despite we've got me not liking to play it. Okay, yeah. we got three more agents here. Uh we need someone to play smokes. So I I think we probably pick Astra here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean to say. it's not a Viper map, so yes. It's yeah. either gonna be like most maps are going to be a Viper or an Astra map. Yeah. And I think that Ascent is an Astra. Yeah, I think people sleep on the potential for Omen on the on uh, Ascent, uh, but in terms of what the pro meta is, I mean, it's obviously going to be Astra. Right. And, like, I do think Ascent is Omen's best map, just due to the, the way the walls work. Um, Omen can basically throw a one-way wherever he wants on this map if you know how to clip his smokes into the wall, which uh, other maps don't allow you to do. So, yeah, I mean, I... I don't know because I haven't played with Omen Smokes very much, but I could see Ascent being good for Omen. Um, and yeah, like, do we want to base this specifically off competitive meta or no? Like, no, I think maybe we're... what we see, like, in yeah. Our own I, I was saying, like, I, I kind of want to base this off what, uh, assuming the people that we are playing with know how to play that agent. If you're solo queuing and you go in, what picks do you want to see the rest of the team around you make? Well, I never want to see someone in my rank pick Astra because I know they don't know how to play Astra. Yeah, fair point. So I'd rather have an Omen 100% of the time. Well, I was going to say, I think we should assume that whoever's picking said character knows how to play said character. 
Yeah, it's just not what you see often, like, because people that mm-hmm. are ranking in silver don't often pick Astra. So, like, maybe you'll get a good Astra every now and then, but you'll much more likely get a good Omen. And I think that that's more valuable to the team, obviously, than mm-hmm. having a shitty Astra. Yeah, I think one of the reasons Omen is so good on Ascent is because his uh, parent, well, at least in my opinion, obviously this isn't based on the pro, but based on my experience, is because I think his uh, his uh, Shadow Step and his ult for movement are much better on Ascent than most maps. Like, once again, this doesn't work as effectively at the pro level, but one of the things that can work very effectively at our ELO is um, using his ult to get into Boathouse. Uh, when you're attacking mm-hmm. B, uh, that really does force the enemy team to, you know, at least pull some, even even at the pro level, like it forces someone who'd otherwise be guarding highway or playing site elsewhere to respect that TP. They can't put their focus on solely on the people, you know, pushing in through garage. Uh, and you can play the whole mind game of do you stick it or not based on whether or not you think they'll be ready for it. So. Uh, I think that's really good, and then his his uh, his shadow step as well, just because there are some really tight corners and angles on a, on ascent. Whether it's teleporting, you know, through to Gen if you can get onto site, or through a cross tree, or you know, to go from the entrance of garage to highway. Like there are a lot of places that shadow step works really nicely to move you around. So I'm I'm gonna kind of say Omen from my experience. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I often do play Omen on Ascent. Yeah, I'm 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 fair with that. With us, yeah. Okay, Omen. so let's go with Omen as our controller yeah. on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna then toss a Sky into the equation. I did as well. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Sky for your flashes, and then yeah. I think obviously the last pick is Killjoy. I think that's safe to say too. Yep, I penciled in Killjoy as well. Killjoy yeah. is so damn good on Ascent. Yeah, so I think Ascent is probably Killjoy's best map as well. I would a hot take. again. This isn't based on the pros, but I would argue that a Haven is Killjoy's best map. But uh, Ascent is very good for Killjoy. I just feel like being able to lock down lane like or highway on B site like Killjoy does is very very useful. Yeah, yeah. It, I, it I was actually thinking it. the uh, lockdown for taking A from A main is even better. But yeah, that works too. Yeah, or using your lockdown in Switch to take all of B. On retake, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, is very useful. Yep, I've won a clutch by doing that. Yeah, so like I think that it's a very good map for Killjoy, and Killjoy should be the fifth. So what do we got there? Uh, okay, we got Jet, Sova, Omen, Sky, Killjoy. Okay, I think that's a pretty meta comp, other than the than the Omen. Yeah, but I think for for our Elo and for what we see and play most of the time, that's definitely the most meta we could get. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd like to see in my comps when I'm when I'm playing. Um, yeah, before although I I swap on... the uh, the omen for a brim, but you know, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're really you're really good with brim, especially on that map. I remember your first ever ace when you started playing was on ascent as brim. Yeah, so... it was a one v five with a ghost. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was absolutely insane. That was beautiful. So yeah, yeah, I, I respect that. Uh, before we go on to the next map, though, I think it's worth talking about something that I mentioned to these boys just before we started the podcast, which is uh, Gambit's choice in their team comp against Crew in the semifinals, where their their comp was Sova, Sky, Cipher, Astra, Sage. So what you may notice there is that they had uh, no duelist, the zero duelist uh, team comp, and uh, as a result, they won literally zero maps on offense. 
Zero rounds, yeah. Zero rounds, yeah. Um, I will say... Oh, okay, sorry, never mind. I was wrong about that. They actually won two, but either way. Mm. They won two, and they lost 7-13. Uh, to 13. Okay, so. I, I will say, though, that um, I think Sage in general is a pretty good pick on most maps. Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't have her in, like, my ideal team comp. Yeah, the issue is that comp. with that team comp, they had a hard time, you know, forcing the issue to get onto site yeah. because they had the sky to flash in, obviously, but then they didn't have anyone who could really, you know, take, take space, space yeah. like a duelist can. And what was really interesting, too, from that game is how often they just pushed into, on on offense, how often they just pushed into market and crew just gave them that space. Uh, they didn't necessarily always go all the way into market and crew would frequently just close the door to be and then crew would like basically draw the line there. They would put invest utility in making it difficult for them to push further into spawn or to be. And then Gambit would not feel like they could force the issue from there. Then they just back out and often go, Hey, and yeah, it was and just the same thing round after crew. round. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they were ready for that tree push. So they got like very little value from taking like crew was happy to give up that ground and Gambit couldn't really turn it into an advantage. And it was just so interesting to see crew counter-stratting them that well, and the lack of a duelist on Gambit, I think, was really exposed there. Well, I think the jet, especially if you're, like, taking A-Site, being able to smoke mm -hmm. and dash onto A-Site is huge. Mm -hmm. um, like, that's... I mean, that's basically Jet's, jet's entry strat in any map, but I feel right. like Ascent A-Site is a very prime example of where, like, the jet can take so much space and get to Jen, basically, from, uh, from A-Long. Yeah, you can if you updraft too, you can get on top of uh, Jen as well. Yeah, I mean, I'd be hard pressed to disagree. But another thing that I saw from just other maps and other teams that I hadn't really appreciated since I don't play Jet very much is how is how effective it is to as you know you're a Jet, you know your sky flashes in or someone flashes in, you go ahead and you're first into sight, and then you start getting shot at because the other person dodged like got only half blinded by the flash. You know, as long as they don't headshot you immediately, you can, like, dash away. Like, dash into sight or even behind. Like, you can dash anywhere. And now, all of a sudden, uh, the person who's shooting you can get traded by your teammates without you even actually having to die for the trade. So, yeah. Yeah, I think specifically on Ascent, like, there's a lot... There's not a lot of sight lines. So, mm -hmm. if you dash anywhere that's not in the sight line that you were just getting shot at, you're probably going to be out of sight line and, like, safe for at least another yep. moment, unless there's another player there. I agree. So I feel like the the dash could be very useful, but yeah, I don't know. I, I as a person who plays jet, I find that typically if I'm not already ready to dash, I die a lot to somebody shooting me. Like even like if my dash is up, like the it's not instant. It's very fast, but it's not quite instant. And if I don't have a smoke preemptively ready to go to dash into i oftentimes just get tracked to wherever my dash goes well, um, i think a big part of that is at our level our team coordination isn't as good as at the price. right and like I, I i do think like the real strength of jet smoking and dashing onto site is it gives the rest of your team an avenue in because somebody is forced to well i i guess you you now have a catch-22 if you're the defender there do I hold do I hold the main entry to site and try to kill whoever's coming second or third onto site? Or do I try to deal with this jet? 
Um, and if you choose to hold the main angle, then oftentimes you're just going to get shot in the back or the side of the head because Jet took that space. Or alternatively, if you choose to try and try and kill that Jet, whoever's coming in second or third is probably going to also shoot you in the back or the side of the head. So I, I like I don't just like as a person who like has played quite a bit of Jet, I don't find the the strategy of someone trying to flash onto site and then you taking or just entering normally as jet and then trying to reactionarily dash works anywhere near as well as me just smoking dashing in and then trying to take a duel after that yeah i think that's that's the difference of you know the level of team play that you can get because what i see when i when i was watching the pro games i was appreciating that a lot of times if a jet does smoke and dash the other team can spray spray down the jet mm-hmm. pretty quickly Whereas, like, if they do the whole reactionary thing well, then the teammates trade them out. But I totally appreciate what you're saying, that, like, at our level, that's just so much harder to... It's kind of the opposite, where people are not good at just spraying you down into smoke, and your teammates aren't ready to trade you uh, nearly as well. Well, I also thought that... I, I kind of thought the opposite watching a lot of the pro games over Champions, is that I would see a jet smoke and dash into sight, and... I would immediately think, oh, they're just going to spray down that smoke and get the kill. But they oh, wouldn't. Or they would try to spray the smoke, but you don't know exactly where the jet is. So instead of having, you know, somebody's head right there that you can aim at, there's a much larger area where their head could be in, inside of that smoke. And so it's a lot harder to hit them. Like, that's the point of smoking and dashing. But I was actually mm-hmm. surprised at how often it still worked, even at the pro level. Um, Interesting. When I thought that it wouldn't work as well. One of one of the other things that I got into the habit of doing, kind of like right before I switched over to playing uh, Chamber, is if I have both smokes, I'll often toss both of my smokes down, and then if someone doesn't literally see me dash into it, and you just get the audio cue, you don't necessarily know which smoke I dashed into. Um, so I've been I've been doing that a bit more, kind of right before I swapped over to Chamber. It's like if I know someone isn't directly holding a main and is going to see me dash in i'll toss like two smokes down in opposite areas or two different areas that i could dash to and then just dash into one yeah that's a bit more expensive i haven't seen that done by many people i i I saw i saw who was it oh god i want to say maybe it was durka on fanatic do it uh, like, I, I definitely saw one of the Jets in Champions do that and, like, was thinking, oh, hey, I'm not the only person who does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I definitely maybe don't you should just coach. You should coach one of these pro teams. <laughs> You've got some really good strats. Yeah, I don't think yep. that would work out too well. Um, but okay. Speaking about the second map here, um, just, you know, staying in alphabetical order, we got Bind. Uh, I also have Jet and Sova on this list. Everybody else agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm working on making my own thing here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How? Yeah. 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 Um. See, so yeah, I got Jet and Sova on this list. I think I also have Sky on this list. I could be convinced otherwise, but you need flashes, and I could see a KO working. But I think I'd rather have a Sky. I could see a KO on Ascent more than I could see a KO on Bind. Okay. So if we were going to, like, swap the Sky for KO on Ascent, I can see that a lot more than... I feel like the Sky on Bind works Bind? better. 
Yeah, okay. So I'm also going to pencil in a, a sky here. Um, yeah, interestingly, I do not have a sky in my comp for bind. Okay, who do you have flashing? Uh, I think... Where to got the chance for Yoru. <laughs> I have an extremely, I have a super hot take here, and saying uh, a mix between either Phoenix or Yoru, with the caveat that Yoru is not very good right now. So, you know, hopefully he gets buffed to the point where he's even better. I think Phoenix is better than Yoru right now, but I think both of them are very underrated when it comes to their capability on bind, in particular with the teleporter plays that they can do, and the yeah. fact that there are a lot of close angles where Phoenix's flash. Uh, Yoru's TP and Phoenix's wall can get a lot more value than at other maps. Oh, so. yeah, do we want to talk about Phoenix for a second? Because Phoenix was one of the, well, actually, both of these is you just brought them both up as your picks for bind here. Yeah, but both Phoenix and Yoru had a zero percent pick rate at Champions. That's interesting. I didn't realize Phoenix uh, had a zero percent pick rate, and uh, I think Yoru Wait, being not picked that... was because of the gentleman's agreement we met, we referenced uh, an episode or two ago, where people decided to be too broken if they all used him. So I'm less right. surprised about that one. <laughs> okay. But Phoenix being a zero percent pick rate—that's a surprise. Is that is that for all of champions or just the bracket? No, this is all of champions. Okay, no one picked him in all of group stages either. I'm pretty sure that that's right. Um, Huh. I mean, I don't remember seeing someone use Phoenix. So I Being the zero like percent, I, I feel think like the that... only time you'd see it would be on Haven. I um, believe the only two zero percents were Phoenix and Yoru. Okay. And like, I I definitely do think Phoenix needs a buff. Um, but yeah, yeah, interesting that the two agents you picked were the ones who got zero play. Yeah, I um, think people are sleeping on them a little bit. Yeah, and we'll see when the Yoru buffs come out. Um, if they are, are uh, really uh, redefining, we might want to talk about that a bit too. But yeah, um, yeah, I guess when I'm saying that, I guess the reason why I said Phoenix slash Yoru is because I think that Yoru is great for your team combo on bind at our level right now, and the the at the pro level that you know you might not get this, you're not going to get the same value just because of his his weaknesses because people will be better playing against him. Uh, but that being said, uh, I still think that, you know, at our level, if we had a Phoenix or a Yoru on our team for, uh, mind, I think we'd be pretty set. Well, I do see exactly what you mean with the teleporter plays because Yoru's fake footsteps can fake the teleporter, um, twice, right? So it, if there's two people left on, on, uh, the opposite team, you could hear a double teleport and that could just be a, a fake out. Um, yeah. I and think if you're really, really close cool. to the tele, so go ahead, go ahead. But I think that's a really cool like counter strat to have, like just to be like, oh, we don't know if they've teleported or not. Yeah, and I think uh, so. I agree with that. If you're really close to the teleporter, I think you can kind of hear a little bit of a sound difference between the sound his fake footsteps make going through the teleporter, not in the sound of the steps themselves. Uh, but if you're somewhat distant from the teleporter, it could really confuse you. What I've also seen, what I've also done a little bit, and I've also seen Yoru's use against me is. With your fake footsteps, you have the opportunity to put them through first, so they, so they then open the teleporter. Someone looks at the open teleporter, the most common example of this, that you're on defense, the enemy team is pushing, uh, uh, they're pushing hookah, and so, and you're starting on A, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, A. Yeah, yeah, so then you, you put your fake footsteps through, they turn and look at the teleporter. They're like, oh, those are just fake footsteps. And then you teleport through while the door is open and you can really catch people off guard. And you can have your TP back at A. So like you get a kill and then you dip out of there before you can get traded. So 
there are some really neat plays you can do with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I definitely think agents who are capable of putting something through the teleporter to open the doors are stronger on bind than they might be on other maps. Yeah. I mean, that's um, just any agent with a projectile, something that shoots. You know, like any yeah, yeah. agent with a molly, Sova. Yep. yep. No, no, like, I mean, obviously there are quite a few agents who can do that, but, like, I do think there's an added benefit to picking one of them over somebody else on that map, because you can preemptively open the door before you go through. Okay. Okay, so back to our, our team comp. Yeah. Um, we have we have Jet and Sova. Yes. Yep. Um, let's leave our initiator flashes, whatever, out for now. Okay. Um, sure. If we go to controller, I think it's pretty obvious this is an Astro map. What? I was, was going to say uh, Viper. I've seen a lot more uh, Viper on this map, so I'm. I, well, let me let me see what the let me look at some stats here. Yeah, I don't I remember the uh, I don't remember the stats, but I do know I do know that Viper was played a bit. I was going to actually say potentially for our, given my list, I've got Jet Sofa Sky. I was going to say potentially pick both Astra and Viper. Because I think Astra's a lot better on defense, and I think Viper is really good on getting into sights on attack on this map. Yeah, what I was uh, looking at um, the team comps for the you know the bra- the single elimination bracket, Bind was played. It looks like three times between uh, all of those games, and uh, of those, it looks like there was every t- every time. There was either a Viper or a Viper and an Astra. And what's interesting is when there it wasn't Viper Astra, it was Viper Brim. So there was always double controller on bind, which I think is really interesting. Okay, okay. So I, I was actually gonna say the last two picks being Astra Viper. Okay, so Viper had a ninety percent pick rate uh, on bind mm-hmm. during champions, and Astra had an eighty percent pick rate. So it seemed like most comps actually had both Astra and yeah. Viper in them. Yeah. Um, which I can totally see because why I was thinking that Astra is a pretty obvious pick here is that Astra's like hookah lockdown is pretty insane. That is true. And there's so many combos that can be done with that of it's such a tight space that you're funneling people into that if you put a gravity well and a, you know, a raise nade in there or, you know, a Viper Molly, you know, anything like that is, is going to do serious damage. Yeah, um, I I have Viper on my list, and then I was going to leave the last one up to debate here. Um, yeah, I personally think, and I'm surprised I'm the one saying this instead of Chase. I actually much prefer Brim over Astra on Bind. Yeah, I think his his mollies and his ultimate are just so damn good hmm. uh, that even though Astra is strong, I think Brim is even better. And I also. If there was a map, no, okay. Outside of Breeze, if there was another map that I would actually put Chamber into a team comp on, it would probably be Bind. Um, I think specifically on Pistol Round, the ability to play both sites is huge. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but there are a bunch of cushions in Hookah that you can hide his um is trapped in. And yep, I'm, I'm familiar with that. 
I'm assuming that's going to get patched out at some point, but currently it's still in the game. And you have the option of either waiting for the sound cue and then guessing which cushion I put it in to try oh, to Oh, so it's it. like invisible. Oh, yeah, it's completely invisible. Oh, shit. Or you can preemptively shoot it, but, I mean, that works sometimes, but if I don't have it in there and you shoot it, you're just giving away your position for free. Yeah, you used to be able to do that with uh, Killjoy Mollies, and I think they patched a lot of those out, so it's interesting that they're back in for a Chambers. Uh... Yeah, um, there are a couple. I know there's one on Icebox and Kitchen that you can do it too. Um, there was one on Fracture in like the cracks on the attacker default spawn, but I think that also... That one might have gotten stealth patched out, because I tried to do it earlier today and couldn't. Um, but like, if there like I... I will have Chamber in my team comp for Breeze, but I think on if there was another map that I were to put Chamber into, it would be Bind. Fair, fair. But okay, so are we my, going double controller in our... In yes, our, my, my list is I double controller. I think we controller. are. I, I, I have would say Brim Viper. Bind. Brim Viper? I mean, yeah. I really like playing Brim on Bind. Right, yeah. Uh, like, that's probably my favorite map to play Brim on. Uh, even though, like, Sova's still pretty good, as he is on most maps, I prefer to play to play him on Bind. I think that his smokes are really good. They last a really long time, and they can... Especially they can last because... last for fucking ever. On B-Site, it takes a long time from when the gates drop to when you're actually on site. Yeah. And so if you drop smokes pretty quickly in, into when the round starts... Mm -hmm. um, they're still there by the time you're pushing onto site and needing to take those duels, and I think that's really important. Yeah. I'm like, God, I, I, as someone who ops a lot, like, I hate when I'm, I rotate over to the site that they didn't push if I'm playing the opposite one. Like, say I go from B to, like, A heaven with my op, and I'm smoked off for, like, another 18 fucking seconds. Like yeah, I, how long do Brim Smokes last? I don't know. Off the top of my head, I want to say 22. I'm the one that should That's what I was thinking as well. But, like, I have no idea how long. I Off the top of my head, I want to say 22, but I am also somewhat pulling that out of my ass. If anyone wants to do a quick fact-checking on Google for us. Yeah, I'm working on it. Um, okay, so I, I'm fine with putting Brim in here. Um, so we're going Brim Viper? Yeah. I, I I did have double controller because I initially had Astro Viper, but I mean I would like probably go to... Astro Viper too if I'm going like super meta. But, yeah, I mean I prefer to play Brim, so let's right. go Brim Viper. Okay, I it. think it's yep. also fair to say that at our skill level, if we decided not to play Astro on Ascent over an Omen, then I think it's also fair to pick a Brim over Astro on this map because yeah 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 we like. And again, I I did qualify this at the start, saying you're going in and you're solo killing. Well, I don't think the omen's super strong on bind anyway. No, I I don't either, which is why yeah. I, like I'm fine. Yeah, with I need Um. Okay, so probably one of the more interesting maps we've got here. Actually, this one's out of alphabetical. Was oh, that all five of our characters? Oh, we put we yeah. put a sky in. Yeah. Uh, oh, I put I put the sky in. Uh, Hunter kind of disagreed. Hunter with was that. going uh, extra duelist, but with flashes. Yeah. Yeah, mine I is Jet Sova, Brim, Phoenix Slash, Yoru, and Viper. I, I could see an argument for Yoru post-buff. Maybe. Obviously, we'll have to see how that plays out. But I did pull up the stats. Um, 
the stats I'm currently looking at are only from group stages and champions. Okay. But uh, Sky had a 90% pick rate. Yeah. I was going to say, like, currently, I would rather see someone... Okay, if I'm solo queuing and I get into bind, um, I would rather see someone on my team pick a Sky. But that being said, I'd also be okay with them picking a Phoenix at our skill level. Okay, also, I'd like to just point out that this uh, I'm on esports.gg, and yeah. they listed all of the agents from like highest pick rate to lowest, mm-hmm. um, and it goes from Jet to Phoenix at Phoenix zero percent, and Yoru's not even on the list. <laughs> <laughs> like they just forgot Sad. about Yoru. They Sad. didn't even like put him on the list at zero percent under Phoenix or above <laughs> Phoenix. I guess it's zero percent, zero percent. But like that's hilarious to me. Okay. Yeah, it's hilariously sad. Uh, so I'm not breaking the alphabetical order list and just going into the list of what my head came up with here. Um, so split. I think split is where we're going to see the, the meaning of the word. Interesting conversation here, because it seems like a bunch of teams and champions picked Rays. I've still got Jet on my list. But I understand the argument for no Jet on Split. Yeah, based on the stats I I have in front of me, Jet had a 50% pick rate, while Rays had a 63% pick rate in Mm -hmm. groups. Um, I think that Split, of any map, has the most potential for Rays, because there's a lot of places you can get with the Blastbacks, and there's a lot of utility you can get out of Rays. I'd also potentially throw Fracture into that conversation. But I, I, think it is, I, yeah. I think it is safe to say that Split is probably Raze's best map. So if you're going to play Raze, I think that yeah. playing Raze on Split makes a lot of sense. And if we're not going to have a Jet in any of these team comps, like it's going to be either Split or Fracture. So I'm fine with us penciling in Raze here. Um, I say go Raze over Jet. Let's Let's do it. Okay. Like, I personally would take a jet, but I understand why that's not the... See, the I, don't need a, I don't need a jet. When I when I queue into a game and I'm on split, mm-hmm. I'm not thinking, oh, shit, we don't have an opper, we don't have a jet. Like, there's, like, opping is not a huge part of split. Yeah. I mean, I will, as chamber and as jet, like, opping mid is something that I have gotten, or I've strayed a bit away from, because I find that a lot of times, it's just like... A lot of times trying to opt mid is frustrating at our skill level. Either nobody ever pushes it, or they smoke off vents literally every single round without fail. Yeah. Yeah, because um, it's going to be opting mid. Right. Now, uh, one of the things is, if you're playing either chamber or jet, you can actually push in front of that smoke towards that little box right there by vents, and then no one ever smokes that off. And so, like, I can still get a shot off into ramen from there, and then immediately teleport out. But it depends on timing too, because if they swing out of ramen immediately, you no, you can, you time. can, you can beat them there without without like having to be moving while they swing. I feel like if they swing, immediately, I, can, I can get to the box out of their line of sight before they can see me going to that box. But do you have time to react so. to the fact that they're dropping a smoke on on vents still? Like, no, I'm saying basically I have to realize they like, are. No, I'm saying going literally, literally oh, at the very it. start of the round. There. No, no, I'm saying literally at the very start of the round, I will go there anyway if I'm opting for mid. Like, hmm. 
I, I don't sit in vents. I will immediately push up to that box and then take that door. Now, the one downside to that is is I'm not preemptively scoped in waiting for them to push into my, my line of sight, um, which as a result, I was actually going to say, I actually prefer opping either B main or A main. I think A main is the other place. B main is like, it's tough because you've either got to push into their sight line um, or wait for them to push to yours. Yeah, um, um, I do. Uh, yeah, on B main, you do have to push into their sight line. Uh, A main, I also push into their sight line if they're holding it. Well, I think it, the place you're opping from A is from screens. No, That's at least always, where you see most people off right, from. But, like, I can always fall back to screens, and I like taking op duels right at the start of the round. Like, I don't know, I, I really think that push-up right on, on A, right from that lower section, right when the barrier drops, is, number one, fairly unexpected, and B, number two, I get away with it, like, 85 to 90% of the time I try it, even if I whiff my shot. Well, the thing is, if you're playing with a good breach then you're never going to be able to peak that and get that that kill. Spoken if there's like a good breach on the other dominates team? as breach on split. Chases no, no, on, on your team. On your team. Because why? basically, I think that transitioning into why I think breach is mm-hmm. a must-pick on, on split here. Uh, because I, I like playing breach, but only on split, basically. Yeah. Um, is that breach's defense on A is ridiculous. Because... As soon as the round starts, you just, like, concuss all of A-Main. And how is that detrimental for me pushing up with an op? Oh, because, like, they're not going to be there because I've pushed them off of it. Or I still get to take A-Main control with an op if they want to regress it. Yeah, but you don't get to kill, so you might as well be mid or B. Eh. I mean, I do, I do like opping B. Um, and like, I'll ping the map right where that person would stand right before that barrier drops. And so I know where to pre-aim as I swing out. And you're not going to be jet. You're going to be raised. So (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine Cass playing raise. So (laughs) no, we actually are running a six man team where we have doobie for the raise. (laughs) But yeah, so I think that breach is really, really good on split. Um, specifically I like his a side defense because, People hate, like, three rounds in, people will stop pushing A. They just, they're like, at the beginning of the round, I'm not pushing A because I will immediately concuss them, blind them, and then if they've made it somehow into that cubby, I'll throw my aftershock in there and it gets all of the entire cubby on A site. Yeah, one of the really funny things that I find about everybody who plays Breach is you chuck all your utility at one player. Yes. (laughs) Every single Breach I've ever seen, like, if I'm pushing into a Breach, I don't just get flashed or just get concussed. I get flashed, concussed, and then aftershocked, and sometimes ulted. Like, all in a row. (laughs) Well, it's the only way you can kill someone is is Breach with your utility. So you, you want those kills. Um, I was actually listening to Shazam the other day, who played Breach on Fracture. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that the way that you play Breach is to never push off your own utility. Never are you using your t- utility for yourself. If you use your utility for yourself, you die. Mm. You only ever use your utility if there's somebody else there to swing off of it and t- 
take advantage of it. And I completely agree with that. Um, so then back to your point is that the only way a breach player can then get a kill with is to use their utility to kill them, which means you must blind them, concuss them, and then use your aftershock so that they don't really know what's coming and then you automatically kill them. Although I will say that, Chase, I've seen you use your own utility to get some mad kills on split, but uh, I'm not doubting what Shazam said in terms of the higher level. It's just slow. I feel like as, as soon as you get to a higher level, they can react to it a lot faster. But at our ELO, yeah. like, I can concuss somebody, blind them, and then even if they're only half blind by the time I peek them, or, you know, like, maybe they didn't turn from the blind in time, uh, like, I, I'm able to get those kills. But you have to use a lot of your utility in combination as breach to do that but i think okay. that splits a really good map for it because there's a lot of places where they're funneling into site i will say though yeah i i personally probably have like a 10 percent success rate of dodging breach flashes those things are so hard to dodge whereas i'm sure at the pro level they're a bit better at it oh i'm just so bad at dodging breach flashes too mm -hmm. but chase one of the strategies that we used to use a lot specifically when i played jet was uh you stand in sewers can cost all of heaven on a and i dash up ramps I really Which, do like that. If you're not yeah. going to pick a jet, guess what you can't do? You can blast pack up up ramps. Yeah, I don't know if I, <laughs> I, don't know if I trust raise players at our ELO. Hey, you can also uh, Yoru TP up to the top of ramps as well. Yeah, you could, but but no. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're not having a Yoru in this conversation. But concussing no, all I, I of A of ramps, ramps and all of A heaven. Yeah. Because from sewers on attack, you can concuss all of A heaven. It, it's pretty strong, especially yeah. as a jet dashing up there. The the number of free kills I have gotten, like executing that combo, um, and even if like I don't get a kill off it, like now I have a ramp. Yeah, you have a ton of space. Yeah. Uh, okay, I I also have breach on my list. Hunter, do you have that penciled in, or were you going to say something? Yeah, else? yeah. I honestly didn't until Chase reminded me about how good breach is on split, and then I changed it. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm I'm agreeing with the breach. Okay, so we have breach raise right now. Yeah. Uh, I think that this is a Viper map if we're talking about controller. That is a hot take. That is a scorching hot take there, Chase. You I would, rather have, I would rather have a Viper on split than I would an Astro and Omen on my team if I see someone lock it. Really? I just think that like the the Viper ult takes a, like, a lot of space. And it can cover the entirety of sight on A or B. Like It's a huge game changer. Yeah... I can see the Viper, and, like, I, I did play a game, admittedly this was quite a while ago before Champions, but um, I did play a game in which we had a Viper on our team who had, like, a lineup for a wall screens, and then also had, or sorry, a lineup for a, her smoke orb screens, and then a lineup that cut off ramp and heaven, and we would just push on in the first couple seconds and take site control. Um, and then, yes, we don't have the best post-plant, but she also knew the molly lineups for him, and so we just had to hold on long enough for her to get her mollies off, and I was playing chamber at the time, so I had my trap on flank to protect the viper if someone tried to push viper so that she couldn't um, get her molly lineups off, and that was really strong. Yeah, but... I just think that there's a lot of verticality, too, which Viper's ult really helps with. Because when you're in Viper's ult, you don't have to worry about verticality. Like That's that's interesting, but 
I, I kind of feel the opposite way about Viper on split, but keep going about the verticality. Well, I was thinking like when you're holding sight after you've planted on attack, um, even if you have smokes, people can push out through the smokes onto rafters on either site. And you still have a verticality of, are they below site? Are they on rafters? Well, when you have a Viper ult on site, obviously this is an ult play, so it doesn't apply to most of the rounds. But you, it completely cuts off all the verticality of that map. It's just, are people pushing in to my ult on my eye level? Mm-hmm. I guess that's true, but the, the reason why I don't like... I play Viper on some maps, uh, Breeze specifically, and occasionally I've started to pick it up for, pick Viper up for Fracture as well. Um, I think the reason why I don't love Viper on Split is because while the wall is good, when it comes to her uh, alt, ulting B, I think is, I think both sites have a big problem when it comes to the ult. And with B, it's because of pillar in the middle that really limits the places you could be. So when it comes down to other teams, to two teams, like, you know, tracking you down, they can push you from both sides of pillar, and then there are only so many places that you could be. Or we're using utility as well. Like, you don't get the full, you know, width of your ult that you would get on a more open site. And then when it comes to A, like, yeah, the wall is good for blocking off heaven, but you have the scenario of uh, worrying about the fact that you're very hemmed in on A, where, you know, the site, if someone pushes from elbow and, and people push down from heaven onto site, like, they can really close you in, uh, well, or at least figure out where you are pretty easily. I think on split, somebody holds back and, like, covers, like, ramp and screens. Like, someone will play kind of in that A main area when you get That's spike true. down. Um, I will also say, one of the advantages of the Viper alt on split specifically is the other team doesn't have a Sova. That is true. Um, Well, the Sova arrow in a Viper ult has a pretty limited range, though. It does, but it's still big. Like same with like having a flash that can go into a Viper ult. Yeah, limited range, but it's still nice to be able to entry into it. But also, like if if the Sova guesses right and pings that Viper, the rest of your team can just just unload. That's true, but like, as a, if I'm playing Viper and I and I see a Sova dart come in, like for first of all, it's my number one priority to shoot it. But I also can pretty easily get out of range of the Sova dart unless it's like right at my feet, in which case I can shoot it sure. really easily. I, unless I you're back into a corner where it was going to be the most safe for you, and the Sova guesses, oh, they're probably in this corner, and then they they dart into that. Yeah, and also, are well, you... I guess I guess I'll just say that like I play I play Breeze on Fracture. Sorry, on sorry, I play Viper on Breeze a lot, and I have never been revealed by a Sova dart. So, like, maybe that's something about our ELO, that a better Sova would do that better. But I just feel like it's difficult for them to first guess correctly where I am to where I have to deal with it at all. And secondly, get in a position where I can't just shoot the dart quickly and move away. Because the, sh- the gunshot isn't going to exactly give away my location unless someone is really close. Especially if I'm using a Phantom, which I often do in my Viper ult. Not a judge. Judging Viper ult is pretty hype as well. Um, but, uh, I is think a little Judge more is flexible. pretty good. Judge is pretty good in Viper yeah. ult. Yeah. Or even um, just the the nice backup. thing about a Phantom is that in a case where you're shooting someone who's just entered your Viper ult, who's only taken like the 30 decay yeah. damage, uh, you probably still have to hit them twice with a Judge if you're just seeing them. Whereas with a Phantom, you know, you, you I thought I thought the visi- I thought the visibility range would have made it such that the Judge one taps. 
I don't think so. I okay. don't think so. Uh, I could be wrong. It'd be, I'd be interested to test it, but uh, I'm yeah. not sure. I've never played Viper, so I don't know. Nor do I know how easy it is as Viper to get pinged by Sovadart. I just think there's a potential advantage right there. Based could off be. of could nobody be. ever plays Sova on Split. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that being said, I actually had Astra on my list over over Viper here. And why would you prefer Astra on Split? I can see the argument for the Viper, but because the map is so, as in in the name, Split, like, I think it's really hard for Viper's utility to help out the other side on defense. Like, I think Astra's Global Smokes is very advantageous on, on Split, being able to quickly help the other half of your defense out. Whereas Omen smokes have the problem of travel time and Brim smokes have the problem of range. Um, I think having an Astra who has global smokes that you can pop very fast is incredibly useful for either holding off that rush onto the site that you're not at and giving your team time to rotate or just kind of protecting someone via like a suck to keep people out of a certain choke point um i think ashra's global utility has more of an advantage on split than it does other maps i understand that i just feel like viper's goal is never to help out the other site even on the maps that she's really really good at right her goal is to lock down a site like, on Breeze, Viper's utility is not useful for the other site that you're not locking down. But Viper's still a really, really good pick on Breeze. I mean, yes, but I think Viper is more so the pick on Breeze for attack, more so than defense. That being said, it is a bitch to push into a Viper on B. Not going to argue against that one, but... Yeah, I, I think you're wrong about that one, but we'll get to that when we get to Breeze. We can see yeah, okay. that one. Um, like I, I think as a controller, Viper is stronger on attack than she is on defense. Because I think that wall provides you more utility on attack than it does on defense. And I think that her wall is probably her most important piece of her kit. This is interesting because we have our first three-way disagree here. I was yeah. going <laughs> to... Harken to uh, Ascend's uh, pick against uh, Team Liquid, where they 13-5 to them in the semifinals, where rather than using Astra or Viper, they used Omen. And I think that's a very, uh, I think that's very interesting, and I'm glad they did it, because I think, it seems like I'm a big Omen stand from this podcast, but, you know, I just I just like to see differences from the meta, and I think it's cool when it happens. Um, I think, like we've talked about, verticality is such a huge part of the map. And I think that means that Omen's Shadow Step becomes much more useful than it is in a lot of other maps. So whether that's teleporting up to Rafters on A, or I guess Rafters also on B, uh, or just, you know, in the case that you were talking about, the Breach stun plus getting someone up ramps, Omen can be that someone to get up ramps. And yes, his smokes... Not if you time it right. Like, if you start your teleport right as the Breach is about to let let their concussion go, like, you're up there right after the concussion oh, hits. Yeah. And if you teleport to right across the, from that box, like, unless the, the person that you're, that's playing top ramps has already crossed 
Like, you should be just fine. But, uh, yeah, even though his smokes do, of course, you know, not last very long compared to Brim's smokes or, obviously, Viper's utility, they also do recharge. So one thing that I really appreciate is Split has long rotation times compared to other maps. So you very often can throw two smokes down as you're getting into sight, and then you'll have another one back by the time, sometimes even two, by the time the enemy team is starting to retake. And I think that's uh, incredibly valuable. I can see that for sure. Um, being, is he the only controller that has recharging smokes? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you yeah. can take your you can take your smokes back as Astra. Yeah. Also, like right. you get two of them, but then there's like a timer, and so if you don't use that's your how recharging charge, smokes work. <laughs> well, no, but I'm saying like your <laughs> yep. smokes don't recharge because they're based off her star count. But I'm saying, assuming you oh, have Astra. enough stars that you don't use. Like, Astra can, in theory, put down five smokes in a given round. Right. It's just yeah. very rare that you wouldn't use a star for something else. Yeah. Well, Especially I mean, with the suck being so strong. Yeah, you could definitely, like, you're not going to use five smokes or five, like, stars on a site that they're not pushing. Yeah. So if you put five stars down... By the time, if you're required to rotate, you can put another star down. Yeah. And use it. Like, so I think that Astra has the same... I guess it's a little bit harder because Astra has to pre-plan and go into Astra form to put a star down. Um, and they have to take back their star originally. So there's a couple extra steps there compared to Omen. But I think that if you're good enough with Astra, you offer the same utility that you were talking about there, Hunter, with Omen as Astra. Well, yeah, I think Astra is better when it comes to the pure controller role in terms of putting down the smokes, which, so I agree with you there. But I think what Omen gets you is that sort of hybrid duelist role that is much more pronounced on split, where you can be taking space uh, that in a way that, you know, no other controller can with your uh, shadow step and with your paranoia, which is really useful for some of the closer angles like garage or if you're taking elbow on A. That's, I'm uh, assuming that's really it was Bone Cold for a scent that played Omen. Is that correct? Uh, I think so. Uh, I'm oh. not sure how to see that here on the Valor. Well, he's the controller player, so yeah, I would say so. Probably. Right. Because, um, I mean, Chase knows this, but like I was skiing all weekend, so I actually missed both the semifinals and the finals. Um, currently watching through the finals, have not finished it yet. So I, I haven't seen a sense comp with Omen yet in action. I'd be very curious to learn why they elected for an Omen. And I will say, at our ELO, I have no problem with someone picking Omen. Because mm -hmm. I think Omen is kind of the default controller at our ELO. Um, but I would say, ideally, if there's a good Astra, I might rather have an Astra on this map over just about any other map. And I'd still rather have a Viper. So let's we can agree to disagree on yeah, this sure. one and say there will be a controller that's <laughs> not Brimstone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Okay, so, so at this point, we got penciled in at this point. Okay, we've got Raze, we've got Breach, we've got a controller. That's not um, un undefined as of yet, and will not be defined throughout the course of this podcast. And we've got two spots left. Now, yep. what do we going to come out swinging and say Sage and Cypher for their remaining wow. two spots? Okay. I can see the Sage. I think Sage does provide a lot on this map. Um, 
God, Cipher. Cipher is I I can kind of it's see probably, maybe the Cipher more than yeah. Sage. It's probably yeah, one of Cipher's better maps. Like it is one of Cipher's better maps for sure, and I think that I mean Ascend running Cipher on Split can show that and winning champions with yeah. it. Um, I think that I see the Cipher over Sage um, because I think that flashes need to be there. We have a breach. We have a breach. Oh, we do have a breach. I yeah. forgot about that. That covers flashes. Mm. Um. Mm, okay. Okay. So then I could I, I was, could see the sage I pick then, but I think that's like Arena in here too. I actually was going between that as well. I think the Sage is a must pick. I think the Cypher you could swap out for Reyna if your team prefers. Because it. I think at least the way that Split typically plays out, and again, I, I I hadn't seen finals or semifinals, but it seems to me like Split is probably the most defensive sided map in the game. Do you guys agree with that, or do you guys have a disagreement there? Well, I have a disagreement. Uh, slightly because of uh, because of the stats that I'm currently looking at, which also tells me which one's more attacker or defense. Uh, okay. Well, what do you what do your stats say? The yeah. stats say that everything is basically fifty fifty, except for ascent and fracture. Okay. Where ascent fracture, is I'm slightly more ascent, defender, yeah. and a fracture is slightly more attacker, and okay. everything else is basically it was. 50-50 or, you know, 49-51, basically. Okay, interesting. Um, the stats I'm currently looking at say split is exactly 50-50. Huh. Wow. Very split. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were charged for um, that one, didn't you, Cass? No, no, I'm actually kind of embarrassed I made that joke. Yeah, that's, a, that's uh, no. a more of a me joke. That is a very chase joke. Hunter, if you want to clip that out in the editing portion, feel free to. If you just want it. me to re-say it, you know, like, oh yeah, that was very split. <laughs> You can, you can take that clip and, you know, put it back where Cass said it, so then it sounds like I did instead of him. You know, I'm just going to cut out, like, you saying uh, that was, like, just the word split, and then put that in Cass's comment. So it's, like, censoring <laughs> Cass's comment in your comment. Okay. Um, interesting, because I, I was, at least when we play, I find that split typically ends up very defender-sided, when, when we play at least. Uh, I'd be curious to see what the stats are at our ELO. Um and I'm sure if I put enough effort into looking up at my stats on Tracker GG, you would it know. would show up. It's not but... even that much effort. It's clicking one tab and it's maps. No, okay. Well, I've had the thing where it shows me like... Busted. I, I don't know if... No, no, because I'm saying I don't know what's going on, but like I'll click on it. And it'll show me my kills versus my deaths on like attack versus defense. And it'll only list my kills and so my deaths will be listed at zero. And I know damn well I die a lot. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know why it has my death listed as zero, but it does. Um, okay, at any rate, I I was going to say that I think being able to have extra firepower on attack is actually kind of important on split, because I think you typically expect to win fewer rounds on offense. Therefore, having that extra firepower that can steal you a round or two can can really swing the tide of the match. Especially if you can break if especially if you can use that to break the other team's econ. So I was actually going to say Reina Sage for my final two picks here. 
I'm curious to hear what Chase's picks are because he said he could see the cipher more than the sage. We didn't ex- sound excited about either. So what are you coming in with here, Chase? Actually, going to go with the uh, the double controller now that we've been talking about it. Ooh. Is I like the Viper Astra cipher. Wow, that is a that is a spicy take. Yeah, see, I wasn't really I I haven't written anything down. It seems mm-hmm. like you guys are a lot more organized than I am, so I'm just going off the brain right now. But you know, like I'm gonna go with the Viper Astra double controller on split, and then throw in a cipher there to wash you know my flank, get some trip wires in there. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and overrule you here, and adding <laughs> to my Word doc, I'm going to write down Reina Sage. And <laughs> yeah. See, why don't you like Cypher on Split? I think I think Cypher's fine on Split. I just don't think I play with a lot of Cyphers that do anything. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. It, that's a bit of a yikes because we have one friend who is a Cypher player. So <laughs> yeah, that's a subtweet if I've ever heard one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, now that... You know, like I said, I'm not writing anything down. Now I'm thinking that Cypher also has cages, so it'd be kind of useless to have double controller and Cypher. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So I might go double controller and Sage as my final. Yeah, I think that Sage is so important on, on Split because for one, you know, if you, like, walling mid on defense is huge because you slow down the push so much and it gets you intel as well. Because if I'm on offense and, you know, the enemy sage is doing that on defense, I feel obligated to break that wall, whether we actually push there or not, because just having that wall there allows safe rotations from A to B if you're pushing one of the sites. And so if they know, okay, no one's going to come through mid because of the wall, then that just gives so much ability for the defenders to move around freely and shows that that's not a point of emphasis for you initially. And if they do break it, then you know, okay, we we need help mid because split is won or lost based on mid control in a lot of cases. And that's yeah, not I even agree. mentioning the wall all wall on offense on B with Sage, which is uh, very meta at basically every level. Yeah, yeah I, I, will, I agree. I, I want know. a Sage on my team when I yeah. like you. Uh, I will pretty much always work mid and break that wall. Yeah. Like, if there is a Sage on their team, who's going to put it up? Just because... I don't want you to not have to be worried about someone pushing into either events or be heaven. But then it's, do they peek from on top of the wall or do they peek beneath the wall? Uh, Oh, like on defense? Then you're you're guessing. Yeah. Well, if you're on offense and they're, they're sages on defense, you go, they they put up their wall. You don't know if they're on top or below. So I think it's still good for the sage because it's a 50, 50 on you. Yeah. Well, I'm saying from ramen, I can break the wall without, Sage being able to peek me from on top of it without. Well, you can out. break the very right side, which doesn't. No, I can break the middle. I can utility. break the middle section, which gives me view of vent without mm, Sage. Okay. Like, and if Sage wants to swing all the way out there from on top of her wall and take that gunfight, like, go for it. But she's very isolated out there, and if there are two of us in mid, she's probably going to get traded, even if she gets that kill. Like, it is rather safe from the corner of Ramen to break the middle section of that wall. You're also exposing yourself to, to vents, though. I am exposing myself to vents when I break it. That is true. Yeah. Um, who knew that Split would be the most divisive map? I, I Actually, was, who, who knows? We haven't even gone through half right, the map I was, yet. So. I, was an, I was anticipating Split to be our most disagreed upon. Um, but moving into Haven here. 
I once again have a Jet and a Sova on my list. Yep. Likewise? I have a Killjoy on my list as well. Yep, same okay. with me. Um, so here, <clears throat> let me pencil this in. Jet, Sova. Is, that, is the Killjoy there just for garage control? Yeah, kind of. Because Killjoy is well, really good in garage. Also alt. At, on on defense and alt. Okay. Alt retake A. Yeah, and or, or alt take A from sewers. I mean, either oh, yeah, way, yeah. Alt, for a, for an alt. alt on alt on A really strong. Um, if you have if you have someone alive on your team who has smokes, um, Killjoy's alt retake on C, to which you then smoke off long, is also pretty good. And forces them into a spam war. Um, so yeah, and obviously, I mean, I guess yeah, same thing. If someone on on your team who's alive has smokes, same thing with retaking B. You can alt B, hold both B connector, or sorry, A connector and C connector, and then smoke off the window or smoke off the entrance to B, and then also force them into a spam war. Um, so I, I've definitely got a kill toy on my Haven list. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, I think then Sky. Yeah, I want to throw Sky here for flashes. Like, I'm uh, gonna disagree. I like I like the Phoenix pick on Haven. Oh, you're yeah, okay. Hunter's obviously, gonna go Phoenix. Obviously, Prior. He might be the fifty-fifty. Obviously, guy. pros disagree with that, seeing as how literally no one picked them. But I like the Phoenix pick on Haven, and I especially think there is something Phoenix can do specifically on a site for retake, which is he can chuck his Molly over the wall to land in that obnoxious corner that people hold. Yeah, on a retake. I don't, I don't yeah. know what the callout is, but I'm sure everybody listening to this knows exactly what corner I'm talking about. From B connector, you can throw your molly over the wall to land in that corner. You can, um, from CT, throw your wall up to block off short and long, and then clear hell, and then flash through your wall. Like, I think that that alone is really, really fucking strong. And I also think he's definitely got some of the more interesting flash opportunities from behind that that uh, gen like generator on C. You can kind of flash over the top of it with your curveball, too. Um, I know his flash is generally not super great, but I really like Phoenix on Haven. Interesting. See, Wait, uh, what's your pick? What's your pick? This is See, Chase expected I was going to go Yoru Phoenix. I'm not. I'm going Reyna. I think that uh, Reyna is the really? best flash for Haven. Yeah. Wow, I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, I think, I think the reason for the Reyna pick is because due to the nature of Ascent having so many different, you know, approaches to each site, or Haven? just approaches in general. We were talking what? about Haven. I said uh, Haven, right? You, you said, said Ascent. Ascent? <laughs> I'm dumb. Okay, I, I meant I Haven. I was wondering if you were going to talk about Ascent and then link that into Haven somehow, but... No, I appreciate you stopping uh, me, because I meant to say Haven there. That was a pure slip of the tongue. Because... On on Haven, you have the unique situation versus, you know, most other maps where on defense, you're likely going to have uh, five players spread out to where none of them can trade each other. 
because, you know, you need someone covering garage. Well, I guess the one exception would be on A, but you need someone covering C, you need someone covering garage, you need someone covering mid, and probably two on A. And those two A players, if there's pressure of both long and short, it's going to be difficult for them to safely cover each other for trades. And who's the best at taking a one-on-one and then, you know, being able to snowball that into more action? That's Reyna. That I, f- I feel like the potential for Reyna to lead the charge on offense is huge. And then also when she's, you know, by herself in a position on defense, the potential for her to get a kill and then get out of there safely or heal up if it's a lurker is so massive that I think that Reyna uh, should be picked on, on Haven. And what's interesting is that Haven was actually only played once in the, in the semi-elimination bracket. It was banned every other time. And that was crew winning versus Fnatic on Haven, where they did have Arena in their comp. Now, would you you think that this still exists when you have a Jet who can do the same thing of take an engagement and get out of there, um, possibly delaying their push? Yeah, I mean, crew ran crew's comp was Astra, Reyna, Killjoy, Sova, Jet. So they ran both a, a Jet and a Reyna, which I would agree with. Okay, and my second point to this would be. Mm-hmm. Do you think that instead of Arena and instead of a Killjoy, mm-hmm. you throw a Chamber in there? Now, that's an interesting idea. Um, I could actually one. see that on Haven um, for the simple reason that, first of all, there are some nice long angles, mid, C, A, where Chambers, both his Headhunter and his Ultimate are super effective. And he also has the get out of dodge ability with his teleport, so he can do a similar thing to what I'm talking about with Reyna, where he can pick without getting. He can also lock down Garage by putting his traps in there. True. Yeah. So So he can do all of those things, I believe. Maybe not as well as Killjoy, but he's taking that role of being able to do what you were saying with Reyna. Yeah, but and being able to replace the the Killjoy. But this is freeing up a sky position. Right. Okay. So is it though? No, because with okay. my comp, it isn't. One of no, the because things- you take away the Killjoy. You put a Chamber in there instead. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. You take no, away the Killjoy been- and the Reyna. You put a Killjoy, or you put a Chamber Sky there instead. Interesting. Uh, I do think one of the more frustrating things about playing Chamber on Haven is when I pop my ult, there's a 1 in 3rd chance they push my site. Whereas on every other map, there's a 1 in 2. Well, and like, I they're say, probably not pushing B. Like, B is the least yeah, pushed out of all Yeah, and of them. I don't play B. I swap Yeah, and, like, most other maps have a mid that you could op as well. Sure. Yeah. But, like, I find that more often... And also, I, I do op consistently on C-Long. And... My god, I was playing a game as uh, Chamber earlier today on Haven. And they just never fucking push C-Long. Well, then you switch to A-Long. Well, it's someone else on our team was opping A-Long. And so I don't you don't need to. Off. You're locking down C long. That's all of the yeah. utility you need to get out of it. Right. Yeah. It was just really frustrating because I find that I'm retaking with my alt on Haven more than I am retaking with my alt on other maps. Well, would you rather retake with a classic? Because when most people are saving, you're saving with an with your alt, and most people are saving with their classic. Yeah, I typically, Ooh. I mean, at least a chamber more so than as Jet because I don't have as much confidence on Jet's alt. Um, as Chamber, when I have my alt and I died and I need a rebuy the next round, oftentimes to save money and just pop my alt, just chances are I want to buy an op anyway. 
Um, so, well, then there might be a gun on the ground on your, yeah, on your yeah, rotation, or you can buy a sheriff, or you have your headhunter. Oh, I have my headhunter, technically. I yeah. have my headhunter. Um, I've just had a bunch of frustrating circumstances in which I pop my alt on Haven, and then I have to retake with my alt and my headhunter. And it's just in. See, in, that doesn't seem like that big of a deal because you've locked down the site that you were supposed to lock down. And you oh, have an alternative. I want to. I want to get kills with my ult. Like no. I use my ult. I want to. I want to do something with it. No, but what you, what you've done with it is made them not go C. Sure. Which, like, if you are say you're Killjoy and you pop your ult on C as people are trying to take it, they're going to rotate off. They go to A. You're not getting kills with it, but you're locking down a site, delaying the push, and that's the same thing that you've done now with your ult. Yeah, I'm just saying that, like. While you're not wrong and it does provide utility to the team, when I pop my ult, I want to get kills with it. And it's just frustrating on Haven how oftentimes they don't push the site I'm holding. Now, you're, you're definitely correct in saying, yes, I am providing a lot of utility to the team and completely blocking off site that they could potentially be pushing. It's just if I'm going to use seven ult orbs, I want to get a kill out of it at least. Or at least have the opportunity to. If someone swings into Okay, me, so this is more of a, like, what you want thing yes. versus yes. a team oh, yes, yes. usefulness thing. This is absolutely thing. what I want thing versus a team usefulness thing. I was just lamenting about that haven. It's frustrating when I pop my alt. I mean, people don't push it. as Hunter brought up, it's the same on any other map. Because you there's always a mid. And so there's basically three lines that you could be holding anyway. There's a one-third chance they're going to push you on any map. No, because, okay. Actually, least... on... on breeze it's way less there's yeah. like f- okay, five on, places you could hold <laughs> on ascent somebody goes through mid at some point in the round almost all the time on really ascent, no on, i don't i wouldn't say that no. really on ascent i feel like i get more engagements with my alt than any other map um, okay, I can kind of see that because if they're going A, they're probably going to peak top mid. I would say if they go B, they might just hard take B. But on A, they're right. probably going to have someone peak top mid. Um, yeah. And then also, my assuming anybody who's holding B can hold off for any amount of time, I can usually get to market quick enough to provide some utility with my op either on like trying to lock down highway. Or something like that. And I will also quite often put a TP in mid and one in tree when I'm defending there. And so I have a very quick rotate if they do decide to just death ball through garage. Um, but no, okay. that's totally fine. Like, I, I do like playing chamber on Haven. Um, and- okay, so can, can we put a, uh, a chamber down? Sure. As uh, our uh, as our pick on I Haven, I still kind of disagree we... with saying that the Reina Killjoy is better, but I would be you know I am in the minority here. So if you okay. want to put that, you down, th- I, would I be think that slightly pissed. I think I mean, that Chamber I had Killjoy can on offer way. more than the Reina Killjoy. Hmm, I, I think I'm going to have to agree to disagree on that one. No, I think the Killjoy Ultimate is stronger than the Chamber Ultimate. And Sky offers better, more in terms of flashes than Reyna, obviously, but I think that Reyna's entry power and her ability to get out of tough situations makes her stronger. Because the thing is, especially on defense with Sky, it's especially after the change to gun equip, it's hard to play off your own utility 
Whereas Reyna, her whole thing is playing off her own utility. So if she's alone holding C, she hears a horde running down C long. She's the best able to get a pick and get out of there. Uh, much better than Sky. Or entering a site, much better to overwhelm the person holding it. Now, regardless of whether you pick Killjoy or Chamber, I think it's nice being able to either set up all your utility in Garage or all your utility in B and not have anybody hold that. It allows you to stack another site. like, And you can alternate between whether you're not going to hold Garage or you're not going to hold B. Um, or sometimes maybe you just like, hard read, they're not pushing C this round, and you just drop your utility down there. And no one holds that. You can but... do that as Killjoy or Chamber, though. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like I, I do agree with you. I, I do like playing Chamber on this map. I think you need one of the two of them. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. So yeah. you're either going, in in our discussion here, you're either going Killjoy, Reyna, or you're going Chamber, Sky, Sky, Chamber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and... theoretically, you could actually swap out both of those roles. You could go either Killjoy or Chamber, and you could either go Sky or Reyna. And you could do all the permutations yeah. of those two. And then sure. quickly, if we go over uh, smokes, if we go over smokes, um, Astra. Yeah, Astra. However, I do, I, I do like Astra the Brim. As well. I do because I play Brim and yeah. not Astra. I like Brim. I think that Brim offers a lot of utility in uh, delaying a site push because of his Molly, and I think that he has more more ability to delay that push than Astra does because yeah. the Molly yeah. lasts longer than. Um, the suck. Yeah, the... but if you're if you're playing B, can you reach both sites with your smokes? I think so. Um, I would have to move. Okay. And but if, if I'm playing, playing A, I can smoke B window. Yeah, which is what I typically playing... do. Is I typically okay. play A, I can smoke B window, and I can put smokes on A if I hear them pushing or yeah but um, but you can't Rib's Molly is brutal in sewers I will say that is extremely nice yeah I can't hit C until I retake no yeah yeah and so global smokes once again yeah. very nice but yeah yeah, yeah once um, again kind of breaking this down into like pro versus R-E-L-O like I am very okay if we have a Bram on Haven I am perfectly fine with that instead of Astro if someone plays Viper on Haven, I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know what about are you doing. <laughs> um, but okay, yeah. are we all? I guess we're disagreeing a bit here, but we all feel okay about our personal Haven picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have some options. Okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna call for an intermission because I gotta piss here. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and say this now, right before we kick back off, because Hunter, if you want to include this in the recording, I think it'd be kind of funny. Um, on the way back from our intermission, but uh, general rule of thumb: the more my beer looks like orange juice, the more likely I am to really like it. I mean, I would agree with you, except for the fact that I really like sours, which no, is but the, the more I'm, it looks like purple, I'm more likely to like okay, it. Okay, but I'm drinking a sour right now, and it looks like OJ, and it's fucking delicious. Well, but what are the fruits in the sour? Mango guava. It's well, yeah, no, you no earlier today. Yeah. No shit, it looks like orange juice. But like the first Fucking beer delicious. I had looked like orange juice, and it has no, it has no fruit in it. Sure, because that it was had, an IPA. Yeah, an hazy IPA. IPA, and uh, my hazy IPAs, I like them to look like orange juice. And the two beers I like drinking are sours and hazy IPAs, both of which, the more they resemble orange juice, the more I'm gonna like them. We now all like said, hazy IPAs here. We're all, we're all so basic. We're yeah. just similar. Oh, yeah. so basic. We're such such basic, you know, craft beer lovers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. You now, know, uh, Chase, have you ever had Sour Monkey? No, it's a Sour Monkey. No, that's East Coast as fuck, Hunter. There's no way you tried that one. <laughs> I'm sure you've tried it, Cass. I've, right? like, been it. to the East Coast once. Okay, okay, Chase, when you're here for New Year's, we're having some Sour Monkey. Okay. But sounds- it's, like, a very citrusy, extremely high ABV, 9.5% uh, sour that's, like, citrusy. But it doesn't look purple at all, but it's a really good sour. It, it's okay. got... It's got a kick to it. We'll have to have it's the got field a really house. nice kick to it. When you're here, we'll have to have the field house dark sour. Um, oh, okay. that one's good because it is a ten percent. Also, we absolutely oh, have to take Hunter to Backcountry Brewing when he's here. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, okay, non sequiturring our way back into Valorant for some reason. I don't oh, know why. Valorant, we're fucking Valorant. I don't know why we're talking about Valorant instead of beers here, but um, <laughs> we're I, just gonna change it to the drunk podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say our, our intros in which we talk about beer have gotten progressively longer since the first episode. <laughs> um, but okay, now now that we're back on Icebox, I'm going to throw three names out here. And if any of you guys disagree with me, I think you're wrong, but we can discuss that. Okay. I'm going to say okay. Jet, Reyna, Viper. Any disagreement? Hmm. Reyna. Why? I mean, why would your three not be Jet, Sova, Viper? Wait, so are you saying that there shouldn't be No, 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 but, but no, no. I'm, I'm just saying that the three that he should have thrown out are Jet, Sova, Viper. Mm. Okay. Because those are the three that had a 100% pick rate. Okay. I, I also have a Sova on my list. So if, if, if I were to throw out four names, Sova would have been the fourth name. But I definitively have Jet, Reina, Viper, and I also have Sova on my list. Now, so okay, I, I would I would agree with you that, yes, I think that of all of the maps, Icebox has the most defined comp. I think I would agree. Yeah. So I think that the most defined comp for Icebox would be Jet, Sova, Viper, Reyna, Sage. Yeah, that's what I, that is literally my list. Yeah. yeah, and now there are some teams that ditch the Reyna and go for a Killjoy instead. Okay. And so that can be a discussion, but I think that Jet, Sova, Reyna, Viper, Sage is the meta comp and the comp that I would most like to see on Icebox. Yeah, like that is that is quite literally my five names on my list here. That yeah, I, I think of all, of all the maps, I think that it's the most solved, meaning like pro teams basically only play that comp that comp um and i think that obviously what pros do trickles down into the lower elos and just ranked meta so i think that that is most likely the comp that will be played Mm -hmm. um in our elo as well i will say i very much like to see a viper in our elo i'm not annoyed if we don't have one if we have an omen instead in our elo i think that's fine but right. I would rather have the Viper. I would rather have the Viper as well. But I would also like the Viper to know some of the orb lineups for her smoke orb. Like, I feel like if you're going to play Viper, you probably should have some of your smoke orb lineups. I don't really care if you've got Molly lineups or not. It's nice. But specifically on Icebox, I feel like there are a couple, just based on where you place your wall, if no one else is playing smokes because. Why would somebody else play smokes if you're playing Viper? Um, I think you need to know how to get your smoke orb to where you want it to go. 
instead of having to directly look at where you want to throw it and then throw it. Well, where do you need to throw it that's not in the I would say line? rafters on A. On attack? And yeah, on attack. I, I'm specifically talking about attack here. Okay. I'd say rafters on A and default on B. I think you need lineups to get your orb to there because oftentimes it is not safe to dry peek that and then throw your orb there. Well, you wouldn't be dry peeking it. You'd be waiting for your team to take the space. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But I feel like you, like specifically for rafters on A, unless I have an op, I don't really want to risk peeking into the jet that's hopping from there. Um, And like that specifically out of, and we were talking about me just ego peeking angles all the time couple podcasts ago um maybe that was last <laughs> podcast but at any rate that is one of the few fights i really do not like taking it is from rafters to rafters from rafters yeah from belt to rafters <laughs> belt to rafters yeah i do not like taking that fight um because there are so many other places you can be you can be on that headshot angle right behind 410 you can be in nest like, you can be on top of screens. Like, there's so many other off angles that you can be playing that I don't want to try to peak rafters from belt. Yeah, I, I would rather have at least one of them just taken out of the equation. Uh, but the thing is, on the opposite side, I really like peaking belt from rafters on defense. Um, and that For comes sure. specifically from the fact that I play Sova on... Mm -hmm on Icebox. Um, I know that I say that I'm a Sova main and I say that I'm a Brim main, but it's because I play them, like, I play basically three and three and then split is breach. So I'm like, I'm basically split entirely between those two as my main. Mm -hmm. And Icebox is one of the those maps where I'm like, yes, I will always play uh, Sova. And I really like tossing a dart either into elbow on A or into the back wall so you can see where if there are people coming up onto belt. Yep. And it's so nice to take those duels if you get a ping on belt and you can either wall bang through um, the nest. attacker side nest or you can see exactly where they're going to peek you from and then you can take that duel. Yeah. Uh, like, and the reason why I like I mentioned that specific Viper Orb is because of how many off angles there are to defend from on A. Um, that I really do not want to have to deal with that when I'm attacking. And so, while I absolutely agree, I would rather have a Viper over an Omen. I would like that Viper to know how to get that orb to those two places, and also that one in mid if you're trying to either take tube or go under tube. Um, having that Viper Orb that just blocks off that mid area is nice too. But you don't need a lineup for that. You can just you don't. I don't think you need a lineup. But I have, I, I have seen Vipers in my game miss it slightly, such that like you know how like because the smoke is kind of you know a semicircle. Yeah, I mean um, you need to know where to throw it. But I feel like yeah, you don't need a lineup. You don't need a lineup for it. You don't need a lineup, but like I'd like you to know how to get that orb into those places. Okay, so I think the point of this is that if we see an omen in our elo, like, hopefully they're going to know, like, an omen, you can place your smokes where you want them to be. Yeah. So, 
you know where the smoke is going to be. Oh, also, Omen it's has a little the easier most, to get the smokes there. Omen has the most fucking disgusting one way on on B Long on defense. Um, just like that B garage area right on top of that archway, you can drop a smoke right there. Um, gives you full fucking view of anybody moving on to into B Long, and they can't see jack shit. Uh, like absolutely disgusting. That being said, B doesn't get pushed anywhere near as often, and if I'm playing B and I'm using that particular one way, my smoke is not going to get to A in time if they push A. Like right. my my second smoke is exclusively retake now because it just will not cover that distance in time. Nor can I throw it. It's like if I'm playing B long, getting to A with my smoke is too far. And so I have to run like over to like default before it can reach there. Um and by the time that I run over there and then try to throw my smoke, like it's way too late. And so I just have like I'm basically forced to save my smoke for retake in that scenario. Okay. Elsewhere on on Icebox, I think that this is Reina's best map by far. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm very biased because I'm a big uh, Asuna fan, but his Icebox plays with Reina are gross. I think it's yeah. just really nice to be able to take that engagement, and the dismiss is really useful in Icebox because there's a lot of little things you can hide behind um, um, on both sites. Like, there's mm-hmm. just there's a lot of just little angles you can get away from with the dismiss. Yeah, somebody, one of the commentators in one of the matches that I was watching over VCTs was talking about how, like, they think that Icebox is very puggy. Um, mm-hmm. And that, like, obviously that plays into Reyna's strength. It's like, you're, you're going to be taking a bunch of duels, and Reyna's ability to either heal or fuck off is uh, is arguably more useful on Icebox more so than other maps. Um, okay. Do we have any, anything else to say about Icebox? I think that's probably so. the easiest one that we have yeah. to talk about. It is also, fun fact, well, not fun fact, uh, the map that I have by far and away the worst win rate on this act, at a whopping 14%. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Which is fucking brutal. Cass is currently in Plastic 3, by the way. <laughs> yeah, dude, okay, I came to the conclusion early today that, man, I fucking suck at this game. I have been getting absolutely dumpstered lately. Okay, I have a forty nine percent win rate on Icebox this act. Mm. Oh no, none I'm of the None of those games have been with me. Yeah, probably, obviously not. <laughs> if you have been winning fourteen percent of your games, I have a fifty percent this act. So, yeah, not not too. Uh, Maybe one or two of them was with me. Um, okay. At any rate, moving on to Breeze here. Um, on Breeze, I have Viper, 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 well, yeah. Viper, Viper. <laughs> yes, I have Viper. Viper. <laughs> yeah. If I don't have a Viper on my team in Breeze, I'm like, we're oh fucked. shit! I'm yeah, fucked. we're fucked. We're fucked. Thankfully, like, if you're playing with me, I almost always play Viper on Breeze. Yeah. That's yes, nice. but if I'm solo queuing a game and like some nobody else picks Viper, like I've actually considered trying to figure out how to play Viper just because. I cannot play Breeze without a Viper. Mm. It's yeah. impossible. It's the attack on A site and the defense on B site that make Viper insane on this map. 
there's just so many long sight lines that I guess on, on both maps that Viper's wall can just cut off half the site and allow you to play the game as if there's only half of the, the site available. Yeah. And well, it, it's her wall, right? Like no, no other controller has the ability to block off that much space. Yeah. Like yep. every other on a map with a lot of space that yeah. matters. Every other controller smokes are like point smokes, right? It creates and creates a half sphere, or depending on where you throw it, a bit more of the sphere. But like, no one else can block off that many angles with their utility that Viper can. Um, so I've got four names that I always want to see on my breeze comp, which include now one of them is me. Because I'd play when I'm solo queuing. I don't solo queue, but let's say I was. I'm playing Rangers Chamber on this classic. map. <laughs> uh, I'm, playing, I'm playing Chamber on this map. If someone were to insta-lock Chamber over me, I'd be playing Jet on this map. I just think the AWP is so fucking strong. You want the agents that can AWP the best. So, so I, have, jet. I have both Chamber and Jet on this map. I have a Viper, and I've got a Sova. Um... I think specifically on A, that classic diagonal Viper wall that you toss up, um, shooting a Sova dart through it to just hit anywhere on the backside, because of how open it is, can net you so many free kills. Just because you can shoot through that Viper wall. Um, so long as they're not hiding behind one of the two pyramids, anybody that's pinged should be dead pretty quickly. So I've got... Those are my four, and then the last one is Flashes. At our ELO, don't really care. I think KO is very meta. But Okay, so you, you say that Sky has a higher pick rate than KO does on this, mm. on this map, but, like, in in uh, Champions, that is. Yeah. But I do really like the KO pick, um, because I just like seeing KO picked. You know, yeah, I think I think like, KO very cool. wild to come in, and I I really liked the KO strats of like you know popping the ult so that people couldn't get into sight or like the viper utility was just useless. Yeah, see, I like KO specifically for when you want to attack B on yeah. the back, and the other team has a viper locking down B. I like the KO for that. Um, that being said, so long as someone on our team is playing some kind of flashes, totally fine. And I find that at least at our ELO, it's more often than not probably going to be Arena. Now, does your um, chamber pick mm -hmm. replace the Cypher? Yes. Because the thing about Cypher is that his cam gets a ton of utility on Breeze. Because even if you're not so cheating much, with it. Even if you're not cheating with the cam, <laughs> it gets a ton of utility because there's so much open space that your camera can see a lot. And so you don't have to be holding that angle. Your camera can be holding that angle, and you see a lot of the map. Yep. Which um, is, I'd say, the biggest, like, maybe one of the best maps for Cypher, because there's so much utility that you can get with that camera. I, I do think Cypher is pretty good on this map, but I do have Chamber replacing Cypher, because on attack, he does a similar job of being able to set his traps up on flank. And um, on defense, I think the fact that, number one, he's an incredibly strong offer, and number two, um, he gets a free op every, at least every seven rounds, 
is really, really good on this map in particular because there's so many different places you can be holding with an op. Um, and while I personally do not like oping mid, I have no problem oping either on, on defense, like A main, B main, holes, double doors. Like, it, if I push up, if I want to get aggressive and push up into elbow on defense, I'll do that too. Like, it, I think the op is just so strong that having two really good oppers on your team can really, really help. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that, and I, I feel like Chamber could absolutely replace the Cypher. I mean, and if you want to, like, if you want to talk about that that super famous game on um on Breeze between Ascend and um Hundred Thieves, right? At a certain point, Hundred Thieves' strategy when they made that comeback was find out where Cned's playing with the op, and don't go there. Yep. Now, if you were to try to do that and go to the other site, and there's a Chamber with an op, then you're pushing into an op no matter what. So I, yeah, no, I, I have, I have a thought on this, strong. and I agree with Chamber over Cipher, but I'm going to have to do what Riot said they would do, well, what Riot should have done when the, the illegal Cipher cam was used and call a uh, technical pause here. So uh, we will be right back. And we're back, as Cass was saying about the, the joys of Chamber. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that, like, I... I would like to see a chamber on on this map in my games, and I'm going to be that chamber. So I guess it comes down to your opinions on whether you guys think that you should have a chamber or not. But like a chamber will always be in my games on Breeze because I will be the one playing it. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I have that. no issues with that whatsoever. So we're going Jet, Chamber, Sova, Viper. Flashes. Flashes. Being Sky. Or KO. Or KO. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I, I do think that despite in our Evo how a fuck ton of people play Rain on this map, um, if you didn't know, Rain's flashes actually have a limit to how far they go. Yeah, well, which how far you're blinded good. by them, just yeah. to be clear. Yeah. yeah, like if you're standing a certain distance away from Rain's flash, you just don't get flashed by it. Which is you not good for Breeze. Yeah, yeah, which is not good for Breeze. Um, so despite the fact that at RUO a bunch of people will pick will pick Reyna, I don't think Reyna's a very good pick for Breeze. I agree. And I would rather see a different Flash agent. I completely agree with that. Okay, um, so... One more map? Yeah, one more map here. And we got Fracture. Okay, so, so Fracture is the newest map in the game. We don't really know how the meta is going to play out. In group stages, at least, for... Uh, for champions, Fracture was only played four times, mm -hmm. and, and the only agent I... with a hundred percent pick rate was Breach. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I have Breach on my list. I have Raze on my list. Um, the if you're ever pushing B, the Breach combo or the Breach Raze combo between. Uh, paint shelling one side and aftershocking the other half of tower on B site is fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah. if you're playing in tower and you're not either Yoru or Chamber, you are dead. And nobody's playing Yoru. 
And nobody could play chamber. (laughs) And nobody could play chamber. So specifically (laughs) for this tournament, the pre-trace nade combo slash aftershock into tower was stupidly strong. Now, I think chamber has a bunch of potential on this map. Um, I'd be curious to see how he plays out. Um, once some pros actually get to play him, I think on pistol round you can play both sites because you can set up a TP on either side of mid, and just teleport between A and B. Um, there are a couple cheeky spots you can put his slows, and also just by nature of the map, you're going to be playing retake a lot. Yeah. And so I feel like his slows to slow the other team down onto site can be very beneficial for the rest of your team to rotate over. Um, but also, this is one of the maps where the op is the weakest. Not to say it's not strong, mm-hmm. but the op is I mean, similar to split. I think fracture and split are the most um, similar maps. Yeah. We're going to draw a comparison to another one. Um, the op is the weakest. Um, therefore, you don't need the jet. You don't mm-hmm. necessarily need yeah. a jet, which is why you're putting a raise in there. Yeah. Right? Which the only other map we would do that on would be split. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that also takes away from the utility of Chamber. Although he does have the slows and like the, the traps, that adds another thing, and that could help him out on, on this map. Right. And also, I'm yeah, I think the key thing saying... with Chamber on this map from seeing, you know, Cass playing it, since we haven't got a chance to see the pros play it, is that you have the potential to reposition so nicely that, you know, the key thing with Fracture is that there are two entrances to each site plus mid to contend with. So the ability to switch from holding one angle to going somewhere different entirely, even if you don't, it's not pistol round, you don't have enough time to set up everything, just being able to go from, like, holding A main to holding mid from the drop push, like, that's that's really, really nice. And that's better than what Jet can do when it comes to opping. Mm-hmm. And also, um, well, like I mentioned earlier with that breach, raise combo. Chamber is one of the few agents who can incredibly safely play in tower. Right. Um, Because I can have one TP there, I can have one TP be it B Canteen or whatever the other B mid's called. B Generator maybe. I'm not great with the call-offs yet on this map. But um, Chamber can very safely play in tower and teleport out as soon as you're worried about maybe somebody pushing up behind you. And because you also have your your traps, I often, if I am playing B-Site, I will always have a trap in B-Tower just to know whether the enemy team has taken that yet or not. And, like, it... Yeah, the the ability to go from playing on-site or playing one of the extremities to grouping up with your team in mid through your teleport, I think is really strong. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can see that. Um, if we're talking about other agents here, um, I'm going to go with the hot take of I really like to play Sova on Fracture. Ooh. And now a it's a hot take specifically because Fracture was the only map where Sova had a 0% pick rate in Champions groups. Did someone played him on Split? Yes, he had a wow. 6% pick rate on Split. Interesting. I yeah. really like to play Sova on on Fracture, and it's because I know a bunch of lineups that really help me in whatever spe- like specific circumstance that uh, I'm going for. So like, shout I out can... to Average Jonas. 
yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, you know, so like if I'm playing um, what a main, right? Like I can immediately as the round starts get a dart um, into that elbow, so I know like where the previous orb was. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about, like because they moved the orb. Yeah. But where that orb was, I can get a dart to land exactly there. Um, and that immediately tells you, you it immediately tells you when people are pushing that. But then I can double shock dart right there mm-hmm. and get so much damage on the other team. Like I'll do 300 damage to a team with one shock dart because I've hit all five of them. It's, it's annoying when I'm. It's annoying when I'm trying to op there and then I see Chase's arrow come through. And all of a sudden, the other team decides to back off. Yes. Well, <laughs> like, I see them backing off, and I'm just so like, So annoying I, that I, Chase I, is doing hundreds of damage with one arrow. No, 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 no. This is, <laughs> this, is not, this is not with his shock dart arrow. No, the recon, recon is what Cass oh, is talking and about. Like, I'll see him ping four people and just be like, God damn it, they were about to push into my op. And then they back off. Well, yeah. Well, either I shouldn't be playing there when you're opping there, or... You shouldn't be playing there when I'm in a garden immediately. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, But I I do think that is one of the better places to op from on that map. Um, I don't like opping dish on defense. Dish is like a fifty-fifty. Yeah, just because of the the nature of dish. Like I don't want to op there. Um, And on B, I can op both. Arcade and B main or B ramps, but B ramps is a bit tricky. Tree, I, tree, I believe, is the call out. B tree, yeah, okay. Um, that, that one's a bit tricky just because I don't do it very often, and so I don't know the timings that well on like where people could be by the time I swing that. Like, I don't know if you can get to those boxes on attackers, kind of like right hand side before I swing that corner or not. And also, um, the attackers are more ready to take a fight there, I find. Uh, And there's just more space you can be. Whereas on A site, even if you're ready for that fight, there's only one place you can possibly be, because I get to that angle before you. Right. So it is a good place for an op, but as I yeah. said, I don't think that this map is incredibly strong for ops. Right. Um, yeah, I oftentimes won't buy an op on defense, even if I have the money and will stick with a rifle, just due to the amount of times you have to retake. But I, I do think that like chambers fast rotates are really really strong on this map, and so personally. Yeah. I yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't put Chamber in my team comp. Right. I I, I actually would. I actually yeah. Would. I'd be very curious to see when the new Valorant Pro Year starts, and Chamber is allowed, what maps he's actually going to show up on. But um, mm-hmm. I know we talked a bit about him showing up on Haven, but I think it's going to be Breeze and Fracture. That if teams do decide to play him, those will be the maps he shows up on. Yeah, you want to hear my uh, team comp? Because I actually am kind of excited about mine for this map. Yeah, okay, I do. Okay, uh, we're going to do Breach, Chamber, uh, Viper, Killjoy, and Yoru. 
<laughs> okay, okay. Free, free or post buck Yoru? No, no. This is your. It doesn't matter. Yoru. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say current patch Yoru. Huh. Uh, even though I've gotten frustrated with playing him, so I've kind of stopped playing him so much. Uh, I think his ability to, you know, movement is movement and moving long distances is vital for fracture, given you know how complex it is as a map. And so whether it comes to isolating players on site and coming from angles they don't expect or rotating quickly, I think Yoru's TP is stronger on this map than any other map, which is why I've dubbed this map Yoru's Playground, as you guys are well aware. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, also I think mean, when just it comes putting to... Yoru in the comp is, is difficult for me. <laughs> yeah, I understand, I understand. I mean, I would almost rather have the chamber because chamber can do the same thing and rotate. At least well, I put, I'm putting both in. I'm putting both in. Yeah. Who are you taking out then to put him in? Can you say your comp again? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we got Viper on smokes. We have Yoru and Breach on entry. And then we have Chamber and Killjoy on Sentinel duty. He's taking and, out Rays. You, yeah, you're taking out Rays. I am taking out Rays. I think that Raze is really good on this map. Mm, I do think Raze is really good on this map. Although I, I could see a Yoru taking the place of the of the duelist. I I could see it, and especially maybe post nerf. Post I think that yeah, sorry. I don't think I mean, <laughs> we really need that nerf quick soon. <laughs> yeah. Yoru's just too strong on fracture, yeah. man. But yeah. um post buff. I think that it's interesting, Cass, you and I have talked about this a bit, is do you go no controller or do you go double controller on Fracture? Yeah. What, what is, because, you would you rather... Of what pros played, what, what do they have? Um, okay, so we have an 88% pick rate for Astra and a 75% pick rate for Viper. So it okay, seems so most like are playing double controller. Double controller, Astra, yeah. Viper. Uh, specifically, um, what was Fanatic's team comp? You I couldn't tell easily? you. Okay. I, I can't see that easily. I could look okay. it up. Um, but Fnatic was really good on Yeah, Fracture. Fnatic looked really that. good on Fracture. Um, now, in our ELO, in our games, I don't mind not having a controller. Any other map, if we don't have a controller, I'd say it's probably a throw. And if you don't have a Viper on Breeze, I'd say it's probably a throw. Mm-hmm. On this map in particular, I don't mind not having a controller. I would agree. Uh, Fnatic run ran double controller with Astro Viper. Okay. Uh, they also ran Raze, Breach, Cipher. Hmm. Cipher on on Fracture is kind of interesting to me. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I could see taking their team comp and then just replacing. Um. Cypher had a 63% pick rate on uh, on Fracture, which is but pretty high. Chamber's it's not actually allowed. actually his highest map. Or chamber wasn't allowed. Chamber wasn't allowed if you see Chamber over over Cypher in that exact team comp. Possibly, yeah. Um, one of the things that I will say, though, that on a map where the other team is uh, going to be playing Killjoy, Chamber can really overstay his welcome in Killjoy's ult. Because yeah. of your immediate TP out. Um, that is true. 
which is really nice and has netted me quite a few free kills with the enemy team thinking there is no fucking way I am still hanging out in Killjoy Assault. Yeah. I mean, um, Killjoy not played a lot in the pro meta. Which and I was I think very that's surprised probably about because, because there's breach. a 100% breach. Yeah. However, I in our ELO... Because of breach. In our ELO, Killjoy is really strong on Fracture because you have the... You can you place your ult in B yeah, You go B-Sight and drop that fucking thing in B-Sewers. And it's more likely that the other team is not going to have a breach. And therefore they can't take it out. Or they'd have to expend a Sova ult. Mm-hmm, or a yeah. Brim ult, or something like they would normally would to take out a Killjoy. Does Brim's ult go through the ground? I or, would assume that a Brim ult or, would take it okay, out. I example, have not tried, because I don't play Brim on this map. Yeah, but. For example, on um, on Haven A site, if a Brim ults Heaven, does his ult also hit Hell? Yes, yes. Okay, so then I'd assume it... Okay, so I'd, yeah, so I'd assume it would work the exact same way then. Yeah, I was also thinking of like Icebox um, B site of having upper and lower tubes. Right, mm. right. Um, but yeah, yeah, the, the the brim would be able to take it out. Okay, but you would have to expend an ult for an ult there. In either case, yeah. the thing is having the breach aftershock just completely cocks it. Yeah, that that is true because I will say that. Um, You'll see a bunch of teams expend uh, a Sova alt to take out the Killjoy alt. Yeah. But that takes, what, two shots? Mm-hmm. You still get a blind third shot. Yeah. Which... Sometimes sometimes what I'll do is I'll hit somebody accidentally on the first one when I'm trying to take out the Killjoy yep. alt. I'll follow them up, get the yeah. kill, and then I'll and go then back to the Killjoy ult, which is the best. Yeah. That's the best oh, feeling yeah. when I when I get both. Because <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, like you know, you you pop it right, you uh, you you use your two on Killjoy's alt, and then at least you still get a shot. Whereas, yeah, with, but they're only doing eighty damage. Sure, but if they've taken if they've taken a, like a gunfight before, took took some damage before, it could kill them. Or worst sure. case scenario, you just did eighty damage to them. Now, when you're a brim and you alt the Killjoy alt. You that's took out it. Killjoy all very nice. You know, yeah, that's, that's all the utility. Yeah, you're getting, that, that's yeah. all you're getting out of it. Yeah, Sova ult's definitely the best. So you know, maybe that, so you know, Sova on on fracture, you know, mm, back into the meta. Interesting. I don't. Also, I really like. There's a specific dart that you can shoot on uh, on dish, where it will like if you're uh, defender on dish, it clears the other side, and then you can wall bang through dish super easily that's so cool. it's just as soon as the round starts i shoot an arrow up to the top of dish it scans down if you get a ping you get an immediate kill on anybody that's pushing dish mm-hmm. that's really cool so like there are some really good lineups for sova on fracture i just feel like there's similar to um on split there's a lot of close angles where you can easily hide from the dart you don't get as much from it so i mm-hmm. understand why pro teams haven't played it a lot but I think that for how I play it at our level, that Sova is a lot of fun on Fracture. Yeah, and I'll, I'll also use your dish, dish, dish example to go back to why I think Yoru is so good on, on Fracture. That the whole interesting component of Dish is that 
the attacker side has a has probably the hardest entry to site from drop versus any other entry to site on fracture because you know you have to drop down you're inaccurate in the air so that means as a defender if you want to challenge dish then you have to be careful that you don't get overwhelmed because if you get traded out there then you've essentially just you know doubly screwed up because first of all getting traded out when you're on defense isn't good and second of all if you would have just played back on site you would have had a much better time of holding site because coming down from drop is requires a significant investment of utility at least but with yoru i can have my tp either under site on a or i can have it uh sent over towards mid and then i can you know peak dish sometimes with my flash i have a bunch of different ways i do it try to get a kill and success or fail i can then teleport back to site and then I'm ready to defend them dropping down into dish or coming from somewhere else. Sorry, dropping down from drop or coming from somewhere else. So I think that's really nice. We'll say that is um, potential reason to play Cypher. Uh, there was a Cypher in one of the games I played earlier who would just use his cage to get him down from, like, from dish. Yeah, you, can um, still, you can still shoot through that. That's still a pretty sure, risky play. But it, it actually worked out really well for him because I don't know when he's going to drop. And if there's bullets flying... I can't exactly hear him dropping that. So I don't know whether to spray drop before you drop, or I don't know whether to spray under drop because he dropped. And if I'm playing a Oh, main, a cypher, oh, a cypher on, on attack. Yeah, yeah, cypher on attack would drop oh, his cage right at, right at the top of drop and then use that to get himself onto site. And oh, it actually worked out nice, really well. Yeah. That is cool. Um, because yeah, I didn't know which of the two to try to spam. Right, right. And typically what happens is I will play like A main. Um and if I have an op, I'll op A main. Uh and if I get that kill, I am almost always teleporting out to like mid. Because or mid or uh ropes. Because it's not that's not a place where I want to overstay my welcome um, with an off. If I have my alt in my hands, that's a bit different because it creates that slow field and gives me time to cycle that bolt. And you cycle that bolt a lot faster. But I can easily get overwhelmed if I stay in, um, in a main too long. And so I'll typically go to either ropes or like mid and try to hold the drop angle. And I've got my trap in a main to hold if somebody pushes there. But that cipher cage being dropped up there made it really difficult for me to hold that avenue, especially from mid. From ropes, it's a bit easier. Yeah, um, it seems like a really good cipher strat, actually. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know I, about how good it is. Like, yeah, I still it, it don't is have a good way to get down. It's a good way to get down from drop specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but I think that drop is probably the weakest place to push on attack. God, I love pushing drop on attack, though. I agree. It feels badass. <laughs> but yes, I agree with Mace. And like, yeah, I mean, it's just very, very difficult to get onto yeah. cipher drop. Yeah, it like but, funnels but, you into the to the smallest area. There's one entrance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cass and I often play agents that allow us to uh, take that space and drop drop better. Particularly if he's playing Jet and I'm playing Yoru, we can yeah. we can really. Yeah, he can, he can he can he can throw his TP. And then TP onto site, yep. and when I'm playing Jet, I can smoke and dash on. Yep. Um, yeah. And when I'm playing Chamber, um, I'll typically just play Drop. And when Hunter's on Yoru, just let him take site. 
and I'll just hold drop. I've got the trap to watch my flank, and then I can just lock down sand or ropes and keep people yeah. from pushing there for retake. Yeah, so is there anything else we have to say about the comps on Fractured? Mm, not particularly. I mean, I, th- I think I've said my piece. I think it's just crazy yeah. that Breach has a 100% pick rate on Fractured. Having been a majority underpicked agent before. Yeah. Um, the fact that he was picked 100% on Fracture, I think it's crazy. It's like the, the maps ha- have reestablished the meta rather than the agents establishing the meta. Yeah, okay. Someone said something very similar to that um, in reference er, and was comparing it to uh, Overwatch. Now, I've never played Overwatch, and so I'm completely paraphrasing what this other person said, which is, in Overwatch, the maps did not do much to change team comps. Whereas in Valorant, the maps seem to definitely change up what team cops are going to play. And someone was praising Valorant for their map design in that regard. Mm -hmm. No, again, complete paraphrasing on my part. I haven't played Overwatch. So don't quote me on that, but. All right. So I think that wraps up the episode for today, right? Yeah, I think so. It was more disagreement than I thought. Um, ended up being a pretty long topic here. We'll get but to the plenty uh, of good times, though. Yeah. We, we have plenty of topics to get to in the next episode. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't go that far. My list is getting a little bare. But uh... <laughs> don't tell the fans <laughs> that. We no, that's that's topics, when we guys, pull in worry. some uh, some soapboxes from. Yeah, from uh, but oh, thank yeah, you, yeah, thank you, Oliver, for um, suggesting this topic. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you'll listen to this at some point. So you know, mm-hmm. we'll see you all next week. Alrighty. Yep. Drink with you later.